Hello, everybody. This is the place to be for franchisors and those wishing to franchise their business. It's great to be with you again. This show today is entitled The Super Growth Success Plan, How to Get the Freedom of Profit You Want. Um, and the reason I'm excited today is because I've got a really special expert to entice onto the airwaves. It's Fabrice Bellard. Fabrice is the CEO and founder of Australian Business Coaching. And you'll find out why I'm excited. You'll hear about his successes and his skills and so on. He's the sort of person you can't normally get hold of easily. I've had to track him down. So to the Franchise Radio Show, Fabrice, it's a lovely to talk to you today. Great, thank you very much. And uh, it's uh, always a, you know, an honor for us to be uh, interviews and giving value to companies that uh, we've heard about as being uh, you know, dominating the field and uh, being very recognized. And I know Franchise simply has helped a lot of businesses in Australia to uh, franchise more successfully. So I'm glad to be able to be of value to your listeners. Thank you. And I'm sure that what people are going to learn today will help them as well. So Fabrice um, and his team at Australian Business Coach can help you essentially find out some of the unique techniques they use, like super growth, identifying, identifying the, um, the process and the codes to build your, your business successfully. He's had phenomenal success and he's he shared platforms with people like Sir Richard Branson, Anthony Robbins and, and many, many others in, in the field. So he truly is an international success. He's achieved some staggering figures for businesses that he's worked with. And he's got a very well proven track record and personally sold millions of dollars worth of goods and services. Um, quite, quite significant. So the sort of things that a lot of people would love to do, you know, they're lucky to do it once in a lifetime. So. He's also contributed along the way to the launch of lots of products and helped lots of uh, completely unknown consumer brands reach tier two status with very limited marketing budgets and limited teams. So man, know when it comes down to that, these sort of areas. And uh, one of his particular skills that I think has helped him be particularly successful is his unique ability to analyze very quickly and understand um, and identify areas of improvement in businesses. So. And Fabrice, I hope I've addressed your background there. Is that um, that sounds perfect? Thank you. <laughs> lovely. Okay. Well, let's get the ball rolling. Um, yep. Some questions here for you. So maybe just so that people understand, can you give us you know, maybe one or two examples of some successes that you've had at, at Australian Business Coach? Sure. Um, uh, first of all, uh, thank you for for a great introduction and. Um, yeah, one part is, and that, you know, we're pretty proud of is that, um, after probably only, um, you know, about a year and a half, the, you know, uh, Australia business coaching had grown, uh, already outside of, you know, Australia. And we were, because of the grapefruit results we were providing, uh, we were starting to get, you know, customers in America and in Asia. And we broke food, you know, the geographic boundaries very quickly. Um, and that happened like in just a few months and that was, um, you know, something that was great. And as you rightly pointed, um, I've been, you know, privileged to be able from there to share the stage with a lot of, you know, author, um, authorities in the field as well. Um, and, and, and like, um, how to say to also be able to have our products, um, you know, distributed or some of our promoters, as you pointed that, they were promoting, you know, very key figures in the industry, which is, you know, great to achieve in a short period of time. Uh, I'm, I, I didn't, you know, share the stage with uh, Richard Branson yet, but definitely um, some of our promoters um, in uh, Europe are the same. So this this has been a very, you know, fast uh, journey and it was awesome. But 
the more important part for us really is in terms of um, the results that the customers are getting because that you know what is always about and of course we've got you know the number side and you know since I've been assisting you know uh, I don't know many many businesses all over the world uh, you know it stacks up to millions and millions of dollars uh, but the key is, is really for me uh, my number one value in life is freedom and to help people to actually have businesses that works for them and their personal life as opposed to having this the other way around and what you know really has been um, great achievement and the ones that I remember the most is when we have businesses that we made at the start that they're working really 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 hard and they have a feeling like they're not going you know where they want to be and um, and we just help them to actually um, you know be able to have a business that is working uh, for their personal life and that enables them to have more freedom and more profits and that's that's really what it's about and We've been blessed enough to, uh, you know, with our systems to help so many people to achieve that consistently. And that's what, you know, gets us going, basically. That, does that answer the question? Yeah. I'm under, any names you can, um, that, that people may recognize at all, or maybe a case study of something you've achieved or something? Yeah. So, I mean, we've got like hundreds of testimonials on, um, you know, online on, you know, our sites and on YouTube and so on. Um, so, um, they like, Typically, they, they tend to be too, you know, like we've looked at, you know, out of the dozens of them, uh, what some of the things that come back consistently and mostly is about, you know, he helping people to get more profits to, you know, be able to have more free time and like what they quote a lot is results and, um, you know, and pragmatic things like stuff that they, they can apply to the business in the daily day. So, um, I, I, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll make sure to uh, to give to you know your listeners today like a lot of like practical you know things that they can implement for themselves. But um, you know in terms of um, uh, what it does in the real world, like they can just, if they choose to, they can go on our site and they'll they'll see so many different ways that people have actually you know grew their business sometimes by triple and quadruple digits. Uh, some of them that they you know multiply the profits as well. Uh, some others, you know, they, they did get some financial results, but mostly for them it was about uh, being able to not be a slave to their business anymore and run a better team and better systems. And th those are the key things that, that basically uh, we do. And we've done that with, you know, mostly uh, smaller uh, to medium-sized companies. Um, and uh, we don't tend to, to focus really on corporates um, anymore. Um, and um, so, um, yeah, and uh, we've, we've helped like literally um, you know, many, many, many business owners all over the world. That's brilliant. Now, the reason that I, I was particularly interested in talking to you, I mean, yep. many business coaches out there and, you know, our experiences of those can be very varied, but yes. particularly like your approach because you have been involved in franchising and I, that gives you a special insight, particularly because your experiences weren't the ideal. And, I, you know, in, in the way that everyone says, the only way you learn to be successful is having failed. Um, <laughs> Can you share your experience in franchising and what gave you those insights? Sure. So, I mean, I, I when I started in business um, many years ago, um, although I'm very young, <laughs> no, so I wish, but uh, basically um, I started with a franchise. And the reason why I was coming from, you know, senior roles in corporate and uh, I, this time, uh, you know, I got successful pretty quickly. Um, in some companies working for other people and uh, after that, you know, like doing various different things. But the thing that 
I was thinking at, at the time is, look, you know, if you're going to be doing something new, uh, which in my case was to start my own business, you've got two ways, you know. One is you're going to have to learn everything for yourself and make the mistake and, you know, pay the cost of trial and error. Or B, you know, I'm just going to buy something that's already out there, which already has a system, which already has a brand. And, you know, it's obviously going to make my life easier because I don't feel comfortable and confident that, uh, for me to build all this. And obviously, you know, it has a cost, but, you know, um, that's why I decided to, to start my, you know, business career as a franchisee. Um, now, and it, and this is why it's also more attractive for some people because, um, and what is great about franchises, it helps some people to get started that probably would never have because they wouldn't have, uh, it would have felt too daunting and overwhelming for them to actually, um, you know, figure it all out by themselves and you get a, a bit of the shortcut by having the systems, by having the brand and, and, and it's a value you don't necessarily put onto those things, but they obviously take years for, you know, people to figure out. And, um, and if you are able to put a value in this on your business and to start to enable to recognize your IP and, um, all of those things, um, to monetize your hard work in a smarter and a leveraged way, then obviously both sides of the equation, um, you know, benefit. Now, as you pointed out, my personal story in the end wasn't that great in that particular case. And the reason why that the franchisor, um, how to say, had issues in terms of the execution. So, you know, you can have the my first two lessons here for, you know, um, if that could benefit to your listeners is, um, number one is I was only like on a profit share agreement. And since then, I've decided that I was not going to do deals unless that I had some level of control on what is going on in the company. Um, and uh, the second thing is basically that um, or I would be completely removed. Like when we consult for people, we get, a, you know, like um, um, uh, some bonus on uh, revenue and growth. And that sometimes can be significant amounts if we have those companies to grow very fast. But. The point is that we still have a retainer and we are covered no matter what as well. So that was my, my first lesson. And the second one is that, you know, you can have the best plans in the world. You can have the best system. And in that case, you can even have a good product because we, um, it was my first business. And in less than one year, I had been able to, uh, build, you know, passive income that if I chose to, I wouldn't have to work anymore. Um, but when the execution doesn't happen and, you know, the things don't get done, then you can still fail. Um, and that's, you know, what happened because the uh, service was not provided, you know, in the right way because there was a few problems, you know, in the way the business was managed. Um, you know, eventually you might start to lose customers and then everything goes downhill from there. And, uh, you know, a couple of years later, I was left with, you know, pretty much um, uh, nothing and I had to rebuild from scratch. So um, at the time, obviously, it didn't feel that good. Uh, didn't feel that good, sorry. But... Um, you know, to be honest, um, in hindsight, maybe I would not ever have started my journey in business. And secondly, um, you know, I learned a lot of things. And what it did also is to help me to, you know, to build the understanding a little bit more about how business works and to be able to, um, you know, to get uh, so more solid on my feet to be able to make it in my uh, on my own terms. Um, and um and overall, it gave me also the belief that, hey, you know, it, it can actually work because until that some of the things were not implemented, we were we were on track to build a, a very successful company. Um, so that's uh, that's basically my story as far as, you know, uh, franchising. Then from there, obviously, um, 
you know, we have, uh, you know, franchises and franchises that have us coach them. And, um, you know, I'll probably talk about that a, a little bit more uh, later if we get the time. But um, when it comes down to my first experience with franchising, um, yeah, I think this um, does to give you an insight on how, how to say if you are looking at franchising, why would people want to get into that? Um, this is what you need to think about. And the value proposition is, how can you make the life of someone better and think that they're going to get a better return and that is their life is going to be easier and better by using your system and thinking you, that you have an established way to get customers, which is one of the key fears of people. They're not sure how to do that. If you can demonstrate that to them, you know, then you are probably doing them a favor and you are helping your business to grow in, 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 a, in, a, in, in a good way as well. That, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Look, and I think you've illustrated the next question I was going to ask you was yep. that coaching is beneficial. But I think, I think what we might do is go straight into my next one, which is what do you believe are the triggers for franchising your business? I think we've gathered enough background of what you've achieved. And, you know, your experiences, as you say, in franchising were somewhat painful, but they triggered for you the move into establishing Australian business uh, coaching. Okay. What do you see are the triggers for, for franchising? Sure. Listening to uh, Many of them are people who are, uh, for brief, considering franchising their business. I get you. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, cool. So that's a great question. And, um, so, uh, you probably have, you know, uh, the, the, um, the, the answer, but, uh, obviously because you are, you know, the specialist in the field, but, um, I just going to give my angle and hopefully, um, we're saying something similar. <laughs> Um, so, um, basically, um, you know, sorry, I just like to also clarify something. Um, um, it, the, uh, the company name is Australia business coaching. A lot of the people say Australian. Um, so, um, I'm quite sure we own those domains as well anyway, but just to make life easier, if people are trying to find us, it's Australia without an N. Um, so to answer to your question, um, from the hundreds of, you know, people that, you know, we've helped all over the world, it, it has helped us indeed to start to see, you know, some patterns from different things, you know, um, and some triggers and, you know, some, some different thresholds that people put. And we actually in our systems have things at the beginning where we have some form of a pyramid where people, you know, can actually determine exactly where they are. Cause a lot of the time they're wasting the time to do things that don't belong to the level where they are right now. And, um, you know, the, the franchising is, is no, is part of those uh, different options that they can have when the business is ready to scale and to be leveraged, uh, usually now. They, I would say that predominantly there are there are two uh, you know main uh, things that we see on our side. One is you know it's it could be from the start. So they are well capitalized. They have a good business model. Um, ideally, even they sort of test market you know um, and um, they have already built some you know decent systems and and documentation and. Um, and even better, you know, we would want to see some initial revenue or test market. This is, you know, would be more sensible thing to do. But, you know, um, those ones usually, you know, um, if they're, you know, is part of the business model from the beginning and they have the right cash to actually, you know, leverage it in that way, that that's one option. Now, for the most part, other than that, we would find that there usually would be a business where their foundations are correct. The marketing is right, like they have, there's a right fit to market. And, you know, so they're not like just looking at where can I get my next customer tomorrow? They're more looking at the other avenues that they can scale and they leverage and, um, and, and basically where they go like, okay, you know, 
we've got a like a, a base model that seems to be working. You know, there's um, there's demand here. Uh, we are we have something that is profitable. You know, how can we move up the ladder from here, and how we can turn this into you know a business that we can cookie cut or that we can um, you know um, increase um, by de-risking. Yeah. Yeah, I understand entirely. Yeah. Cool. So that that would that would be you know my answer basically. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So so in order to get people to that level where they've met those criteria you've mentioned, you know, capitalization and marketing problems solved, and they got they're profitable and so on. So how do you typically help a small to medium sized business reach that level? Okay, that's a, that's. You say now you need to speak to a franchise consultant. We've got you. You're ready to go. Okay, I got you. So. Um, I, I guess it, it comes down to the two things that I've, uh, I mean, it's a bit more than two, but <laughs> essentially is to have, you know, if we boil it down to some of the very, very, very key basics, it, I would say there are uh, three things. Well, one is foundations, which I've mentioned before, and in our systems is something we call the business success pillars, which is, you know, if you don't have those things, you know, foundations right, then you cannot actually start to, you know, to build multiple floors, you know, in your, in your, in your property. And it's the same, like if your base is not right in your business, you know, if you're going to start to uh, replicate it, it's just, you know, be chaos all over the place. So, um, have strong foundations, number one. Number two is, you know, to, uh, and that includes the right model. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it has to work commercially because, you know, you're going to now to have to think about how can you, you know, um, leave enough, you know, profits for yourself in the way that you're going to, you know, now distribute your revenue because there's going to be other people involved in the model. But also importantly, um, and, and that's a very, very important part, um, um, because for me, you know, um, we are very concerned about making sure people are successful and their results and to do ethical things. And you need to think about when you're going to have a franchisee you know, it's not only about you and whether your business is going to make money is, are you just giving them something that they're going to be a slave to a job and that if they don't work it themselves, you know, they're uh, like crazy, they're not going to make money. Then, you know, maybe it's not the right thing to do um, morally. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, your franchise, you as a franchisor could still be making cash, but you know, what are you going to do to the lives of others? You know, you know what I mean? And, and that, that is something very important to, to take in consideration that, you have the right margins, you have the, the right business model. So there's no one in the ecosystem, you know, uh, of the stakeholders, whether it would be you as the business and the franchisor or your franchises or the customer that is going to have to suffer. So this is very important. Now, the second part is to have a strong marketing system, because if you are not able to, a lot of the people, they choose a franchise because, you know, if they knew how to run a business, they probably do it themselves, right? So um the, what they're buying is the system and the marketing most of the time so your marketing better be good in a way that they can actually replicate it and actually make some money so um or that you are that sophisticated that you can do it for them and that obviously would come you know with what they have to pay as the value of the franchise and the last part is to have your operations you know um sort of like to have your business systemized enough that you know uh, someone can uh, can figure out how to run it, um, even if you're not around. So for me, the, the difference between a successful business and one that will remain a challenge for life is, is comes down to those things. So, you know, your marketing, your foundations, your success plan, which is part of those, our super growth systems. And that include like, you know, like, uh, uh, things like the success pillars. Then, um, from there is your systems and all your team. 
and this is where why we would usually work with companies that are a little bit more established and we help them to optimize and and you know mostly increase their profits so that they'll be able to you know to uh to, to make more money when they scale and and that's essentially also the difference between you know a self employment or a chaotic business and one that is working on autopilot and that is like scalable and my my feeling when what i say to our clients is look you know start with the end in mind whatever you do in your business we can you know when when we work with customers we we work with them as if they're going to have to sell the the business tomorrow yeah and mm -hmm. um this is the reason why is it gives you best practice so you're running your business properly and more importantly is even if you're never going to sell you know you you will have the the choices because you never know what happened in life you might be bored with your business you might have an accident whatever if you have a business that is ready to sell then you can choose to go to work on us and number two is you know if you need to you can you know take up appropriate actions and not be stuck like sometimes we've met people in the past they have successfully um you know successful businesses financially but you know um because of they have a high cost base in their life or whatever and they haven't thought about the future um you know they're like in their 70s and they're trapped you know having to go to their business every day because they haven't gave it to be able to uh, to sell it to someone else or to have it under management so the, the subset of that is if you have it ready for sale you know it's obviously going to make it you know easier to be franchised as well and if you work on those things um how to say um if you if you're ready for sale usually your company will be a better candidate for franchising and vice versa and so we work on making sure that you you know you're ready for sale so that even if you don't um you um you basically um when you get to that stage even if you choose not to franchise or not to sell your business is still going to work better um and um and basically um now Another point that I would like to make here um is that making sense so far? No, absolutely. We're, okay. We're on the same page. These are exactly the virtues that I that I repeat myself. So no, it's great to hear. <laughs> Perfect. Myself. Thank you. Um so the the other thing that I wanted to point out is um you know there is the the option where sometimes franchise might not be the thing for someone and I, I you know, and where you, you know, with your expertise, sometimes you might find that some people you would say to them, you know, we, you, you recommend them not to become a client, just the same way that we do sometimes with some businesses that we feel that they, you know, should better off to do some homework on their own first, right? But <laughs> basically, um, the thing is to say is that there are other ways also that you can more, create more freedom and more profits aside from franchising. Obviously, franchising is a very valid way to scale the business and so on. Um, and, but, um, you know, like, um, how to say, what we do is we make sure that whichever, you know, if they are not ready for that yet, you know, we get, we get the business to perform better so that they are a candidate for having these conversations where we would refer them, you know, to franchise simply and, and to yourself, Brian and, and your team, uh, when they, they are ready for that or, um, how to say, if they, you know, think they're not, you know, how to say, uh, quite sure whether this is going on well, then we, you know, we help them to, um, to make their foundations better. Um, or sometimes if they've already franchised, then we help the top performers. Uh, sometimes like the franchisor would, in, would invest in those ones because they're the ones who usually would give you your, your highest return on, you know, your invested dollars when you invest in them to, uh, to train them and so on. Um, or to just help the franchisor at the very high, you know, strategic level once they already, you know, uh, you know, uh, like sort of uh, operational after a few years and 
more looking at the generic stuff, not not the specifics of the franchise which is in your area. Um, so to, to what I feel is that usually people start a business for freedom or for contribution. This is one of the two you know main drivers. Of course, they always say to you it's about money, but it's not really the the thing. Like it's what the money can give to them, which means that they can do what they like in their life and use their time the way they want. And um, and to achieve that, they need two things. One is time, and the second one is profits. Especially as they get busier and they, they and they want to make it scalable, scalable, franchise is a way. But sometimes some people are worried and they don't want to deal with franchises or whatever it is that sometimes are not really good reasons. Um, but the thing that I'm saying is that there are also strategies that can work in conjunction um, and and or, or or differently and and. As long as you are able to remove yourself from the operations, you know, there, there are many other things like you could, you know, groom a general manager, you could partner, you could sell companies, you can acquire, you can list your business, you know, there's, there's a lot of things. And, you know, I've, you know, personally helped many businesses to increase with, you know, different ways to the tune of millions of dollars. And, you know, by doing also a lot of things that are going to help you on the way, like you could optimize, you could optimize your business, you can work on your model, you could, you know, um, optimize your funnels and simplify the core of your business. And all of those things is what basically we would, you know, help the business to do because once they go franchising, having been done this groundwork work uh, is going to help them to be regular faster, but more importantly, it will help them to provide, you know, uh, better value, um, you know, in, in, in that particular industry uh, for their franchisees and for the customers and, and to be more profitable as a franchisor. That, 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 that makes absolute sense, and uh, that leads me to say you mentioned, as, as as I know we've discussed before, you work with franchisors and franchisees. What I'm interested in is to the to the people that are listening that are either prospective franchisors or are franchisors. What ways can you help their franchisees? Because this is the key thing, isn't it? If the franchisee is successful, the franchisor is successful, and you get people at different levels of success. And you mentioned. You work with some who are higher level performers because they're the ones who can help accelerate the growth of the overall organization and find new skills, new techniques. How do you work in with franchisees from that point of view? Okay, great. So, um, picture on that. Hmm. Yeah, great. Thank you. So, so basically, there are two, you know, I mean, actually, there are three layers to that. Um, so first thing is, you know, if, um, if any of your, um, you know, uh, listeners, um, you know, have some questions in regards to some of the things or they look, they are thinking, oh, wow, you know, I, I would like to, you know, increase my profits and figure out if those guys can give me a couple of nuggets that, uh, how they supply specifically and uh, that I can implement optimization techniques or, you know, uh, growth techniques into my business. Um, they can, uh, reach my team to info at australiabusinesscoaching.com.au. The email again is info at australia, like the country, business, like business, coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com.au. They can also get a lot of, um, you know, like uh, free uh, things on uh, one of our other websites and brands, which is meant for business, M-E-A-N-T-F-O-R-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S.com. So, um, so to, uh, to get like a free consultation with my team, uh, sometimes it might even be me if it's, uh, people that are, ref- are recommended by franchise simply. I will do my best to, um, to do it personally, but I cannot give any commitments because I travel all over the world to speak and so on. And, and my team is great anyway. 
Um, and if they want the free resources, they can go on Mind for Business. So to answer your question, there are three three tiers. Yeah. So the first one is is basically where um, you have someone who is already an existing franchisee and they're performing really well. So mm -hmm. what we find is that usually, you know, in in most things whereby you have a sales team, whether you have a franchise or whatever, before we start working with those companies, they will have like a small number of people that are doing like much more than most others, right? Mm -hmm. And like a large, uh, like sort of soft belly that are doing okay, but not fantastic. And there are a few that are killing the brand. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so basically, um, what we say here is look, if you've got the budgets, let's work on all of them. Yeah. But if you want the, you know, highest return for your money, usually what we found, and that's not always going to be the case, but you know, most of the time we find that you'll be better off to actually, um, you know, um, get the people who are already doing well to do even better because they have more potential and they have a track record of success. And if someone who is doing like you get, you know, 20% of your, of your franchises that are making 50% of your revenue and you increase their performance by, you know, like 5%, then you're going to get better than to try to educate two people who, you know, uh, don't really want to be there anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, um, so basically, um, that goes with, you know, obviously being better at recruiting people in the first place when, when you are the franchisor, because this is ultimately, uh, one of the, the reasons if there would be a mismatch like that. But, um, when, you know, when we have those top performers, what it does as well is, we create like, um, like it emulates the others because they want to be part of this very coveted, you know, club of, of successful people within the franchise. And it's an investment that, you know, the franchise will do in the, in the franchisee. In a lot of cases, the, the, the franchise will actually, uh, would, would fund that for them as a reward instead of just, you know, sending them once a year to the Bahamas or whatever. Others, they, they also invest in their, you know, personal development and education and, once people, you know, start to, uh, to be successful also, the risk is they, they can sometimes get comfortable or they can start to look at other options because they're feeling, you know, like the current franchise is going well. And ideally you would want to have them to look at doing more with you as opposed to outside of your brand. So, and to keep them also, um, you know, motivated and that they don't start to, to get, um, you know, uh, lazy. So, um, so this is basically the high performance coaching, you know, for, for the top guys that are, you know, doing well. Now, the second tier, there are people that they have a franchise already. Um, and a lot of the franchise are great in terms of they have good marketing material. They have mm -hmm. oper operational procedures, but what they are not giving, and this is very similar to, um, multi-level marketing companies, you know, um, like, um, and network marketing, like same thing. They've got great marketing. A lot of the time they, they are good at explaining people, you know, uh, the compensation plan and whatever. But what is happening is the generic and the non-systemized business skill to actually how do you become a business leader? How do you run a business? And how, you know, uh, like for the franchisees, those would usually come to us directly because they feel that the franchisor is helping them to grow the franchisor's brand, but he's not helping them to grow their own business. Uh, I don't know if it's making mm. sense what I'm saying yeah, to you. Yeah, no, entirely. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we help them to get the business skills and to put something in place where they, they're working for, you know, uh, for their best interest as well and not just to, to push more products from the franchisor. Yeah. So, um, so this is the second tier. And the last one, uh, people that, how to say, 
and this is probably, you know, like 90% of, of our customers right now is they don't know whether they want to franchise or not. And it's not something that, you know, uh, is, you know, necessarily in their priority radar. Um, you know, all they want is they want to, you know, either, um, so we have two, two tiers. Yeah. One is the one called super growth. Um, and, um, those are guys that, they are uh, either started not long ago or they've been in business for a while, but they're struggling. Yes, they, their marketing hasn't hit the mark and there's something wrong in the foundation. So we have those guys with low cost, you know, uh, programs to say, okay, let's get the foundations right. Let's get, look what's wrong in your marketing system and let's give you a little bit of better financial literacy. So you focus on, you know, uh, what is making profits in the business because 80% of the business usually that are struggling spend their time in the wrong things. Um, and, and let's help you to become more productive. Yeah. So once we get this out of the way, usually, you know, that starts to unlock, you know, the ability to spend, you know, more revenue in the business and, um, or to review the business model because sometimes they were just in the wrong business. Yeah. Now, once they are at a stage where, you know, they're making multiple six or seven figures, then that's when we work, uh, with optimization and these are our VIP members or, um, uh, or they are the ones who work in private, you know, coaching and consulting. And what we do there is we say, okay, let's see which are the parts of the business where, you know, the leader is still involved so we can remove them from the operational side. What are the gaps in your systems? What are the gaps in your team? And let's optimize. We use optimization techniques to increase, you know, uh, the profitability of the business and scale or leverage or exit. So how do we get you into you know, from either being, you know, sort of self-employed or being a family business or like a business that is going okay, but that you're not sure what's the next step to an entity that is, you know, churning uh, uh, cash flows and profits consistently, uh, regardless whether you are going, you know, uh, to the office or not. Um, and, and to, and how to take it, you know, to a new level and, and, you know, uh, stay in tune with your vision. And, you know, we give them like all the steps to actually, uh, get to the next step. Now, from that point onwards, they're really not, you know, uh, this is not our business anymore. Like where we, we want to take the businesses there is to say, look, now you have the choice. You can sell, you know, uh, you can just, you know, um, you know, get passive income or, you know, they put it under management and go out and, you know, do charity work or travel all over the world or do whatever it is that you, you want to do. Um, or if you are super ambitious and, now you really want to go and conquer the world, um, then, you know, uh, they would usually remain, you know, keep on doing half performance coaching, you know, to, to, uh, to make sure they're going in the right place. But at this time, this, we bring in uh, some of our partners whereby, you know, if they want to lease the company or do other things, then this is not us anymore. Um, we, we, we really focus only on getting people from, you know, zero to six and, you know, from six to eight. Figures. It, it, it's refreshing to hear someone who just really understands the core aspects of business, and and I can see why I was the reason I was introduced to you was probably that you have this ability to analyze things very quickly. I, I can hear you've got that intuitive sort of skill, so uh, and, and the way you identify those areas and your philosophy there with your three levels. So I think the things I picked up today, particularly, um, except the fact that I think Fabrice and I could talk for hours because we are. On <laughs> Was was his freedom is is really his driver, and I pointed yep. out so that's his sort of why when it comes down to it. But also his, his ability to look at launching new products as well as building up the foundations on existing ones, I think is important. And uh, his philosophy of these 
these business success pillars with the foundations. I love that analogy. You can't start putting floors on the top if your foundations aren't commercially solid. And that means all those things, like as you said, ethics and, you know, you're basically your, your core, your core, I suppose, contribution towards the business and, and towards your franchisees and so on. So it's important to understand that. And uh, no, I like your analysis of where you should put your effort. It reminds me of, of uh, in the early days with Brian Cummins um, when I was in business with him at Cash Converters, and uh, well, he was in Cash Converters at that time and just launched it. And uh, he used to apply exactly that philosophy. He put all his effort into the top twenty percent because a lot of the others just gathered up behind that and benefited. So it made a lot of sense. Um, but what I like to do is to um, so I hope everyone's enjoyed this. I, I really have. You know, I'm, I enjoy conversing with people. I hope that uh, Fabrice has answered any of the questions you had. I've certainly picked up quite a bit of knowledge. If you've got more questions, do get in touch with me or Fabrice uh, through his website. Um, and uh, he kindly offered an opportunity for you to not just look at his, his information online, a couple of websites. I'll just give those to you again. It was info at Australia businesscoaching.com.au and his free stuff which is where you all want to go is meantforbusiness.com and that's spelt out so m-e-a-n-t-f-o-r-b-u-s-i-n-e-double-s so we'll put that in the email for everybody actually i was going to make a small thing if they do email us brian and they want to benefit from you know the strategic review for their business i would suggest that they mention that um, they don't have to, but if they, they mention franchise simply, if possible, and again, I'm not making any promises because it's, it's a bit hard for me, but I will try to, uh, you know, speak to some of them personally. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to say as a disclaimer is, um, um, uh, that, you know, sometimes there might be a wait list for, for, cause those, uh, strategic reviews, we normally charge for them and when, and we make them available for free, like, you know, that it's on a separate, um, uh, register, you know, and we, um, we sometimes you may have to wait for a couple of weeks or a bit more, but we will, we always make sure that, you know, we, we will make the time for, for anyone that has been, uh, you know, smart enough to, uh, to write down the address. <laughs> and, and we will, uh, we will always honor, uh, that if they mention where they, where they got the, um, the information from. And the other thing is they may see also in some of our things there's a particular company in Malaysia which um there was a law firm, I believe this is what we use when we um we actually uh promote those sessions as a paid session, you know what I mean? Um and when we promote that it's they those guys say that they have made a net return of a hundred thousand dollars just from that thirty minute session with us. So, you know, and we always find something, you know, that is gonna make a big difference in someone's business when we have a conversation with them regardless whether they want a franchise or not. But obviously what I want to say is I cannot commit that every single person is going to do more or less or whatever than that. The only thing that I can say is, yeah, we, we always find something that is going to be of value. And usually there's going to be one of three things that happen after the conversation is one is if sometimes, you know, the, the problem that the business has is not relevant, we will tell, uh, you know, your listeners very, very quickly. So we don't waste their time and hours and we may refer them to, you know, some more appropriate resource. Um, sometimes we could help them, but we are not, how to say, comfortable that they will get a quick enough return on investment uh, by working with us. And we will tell them to grab a pen and a paper and we give them a shopping list of things to do. And we will talk a few months later <laughs> uh, once that is in place. 
And if we can help them, then, you know, we'll just tell them uh, what particular of our programs is more um, um, adequate for them and what results typically they would experience. So in the future, if they choose to do it, you know, they, they can. Brilliant. Fabrice, I really love your approach. I really, so honest, down to, down to earth. And uh, as I say, you, you've got your finger on the pulse. So uh, thanks very much indeed. I don't point there or we covered everything fairly well no i i think uh we got everything and i just uh, wanted to uh you know thank you for um uh, having us on your show i know that you have a lot of followers in australia and for good reason um and uh what i'm gonna say is basically that um you know regardless whether you know you you are franchising or not and you know um it's great that you keep on learning and you keep on getting you know good information as long as it's relevant to where your business is at so that people don't get scattered reading, you know, all sorts of garbage on the internet all day long. But if there is something that is uh, relevant to where you are, then yeah, um, the best investment you can make in yourself is, you know, by uh, by getting education from people who um, who play in that space for for a longer period of time than you. And uh, you are definitely one of them. And I'm uh, I'm glad that we uh, we can uh, offer value to your members. Excellent. Yeah, it's that key about thinking, always thinking about having. The sale of the business in mind, whether sale means selling to franchisees because they're going to be buyers, or whether you're going to choose to just be franchise ready with a brilliant business, you want to sell the whole thing. So at that point, I'll leave it for today and say thanks very much indeed. I hope you've been enjoyed being at the Franchise Radio Show, uh, the place to be for franchisors and those wishing to franchise their business. I look forward to speaking to you again soon when we have another exciting guest. So thank you for Chris. Thank you everyone for listening. And uh, have a have a great success with your business.